0: Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of While My Batteries Charge, the podcast. Oh, man, what are we talking talk about today? I know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Monster Jam World Finals. That's right. We're going to be talking about monster trucks. So if you like monster trucks, then you might like this episode. If you don't like monster trucks, well, you still might like this episode, but maybe not as much. Ha, <laughs> So, yeah, I had the opportunity to go to the Monster Jam World Finals in Orlando, Florida at Camping World Stadium, um, this just a couple weeks ago back in March. And man, did I have a blast. That is an understatement. It was, you know, I mean, it was bucket list for me to go to a World Finals. Um, and so I got to check that off, but, also got to participate in the RC Monster Jam World Finals that took place in the pit party of the World Finals. And that was so much fun. And awesome crew of guys and girls that were in this, ladies and gentlemen, I should say. Um, you know, I don't want to say like we're little kids playing with toy cars or anything. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it was such a blast. Uh, we encountered... Some setbacks, for sure. Rain was a a definite problem. Uh, But the way that everybody came together and overcame it was super awesome to see. And we, you know, I don't remember seeing anybody looking like completely dejected by it either. Like, attitudes were great. Uh, People just jumped in, chipped in, and, you know, worked their tails off to fix the problem which was the lake in the middle of the whole course. Um, so the, basically the way that it was set up is we were outside of Camping World Stadium. We had to drive through this grass lot around this little pond to kind of park in the way back part of the, uh, the area there. Um, and, you know, getting there and parking was very limited. So you get up early as you could to make sure you got there and got a spot to park that was somewhat close to the RC area. Uh, then you had to put on your, your safety vests and all that high vis so that you could walk through the area. Um, and those were required until basically the pit party started. So the day before it's pretty much all day, uh, we had to have them. So, uh, yeah. And then where the RC was set up was really cool. You know, they had it all barricaded off and they had stands going around, you know, a complete half of it, you know, down the long side of it and then. Uh, a big set of bleachers right there at the end, um, you know, kind of in the middle of the pit party area. Uh, The zombie truck was on the backside of that. Primal RC was set up there. Spin Master, like all the stuff, like the kitty area for playing on slides and inflatables and cool stuff. Max D was directly behind where our driver's stands were, not stand, driver's uh, pit area. And they had a whole row of tents that we had a bunch of tables underneath i mean it was just really really well done in the way that they took care of us in that realm um and so this rc part has kind of been spearheaded by bari Musaur. um and so uh fantastic job they have a whole container of stuff um with ramps and different cool things, wood jumps and all that set up and you know, they had a crew that came in earlier than the rest of us to really get it all set up and dialed in, get dirt down, all of that. And so they filled in this area where we were, and the thing is that there was like roads on both sides of it, and where the track was was more like a, a divot. It was like a a bowl between the two roads and uh you know, they added dirt in there. They kind of filled it in, but it's still, you know, on both sides, there were high sides. And so, where all the water wanted to go was right in the middle. And so, we'd end up with this lake uh, both days that we had to do the event. So, uh, really dry. We did all of our, our practice and all that. Uh, full run-through of racing and all that um, on Friday. Uh, and then the drivers came because the Monster Jam drivers actually participated in the event as well. So Saturday was all racing, Sunday was all freestyle. Really cool way to do it. Really dug how they did it. Um, the DeFalcos were there and they were just slaying it on the microphone. I'll tell you what, they added so much energy energy to the entire event. It was unreal. Um, so just a big shout out to them. They kept things moving. And, uh, again, their knowledge of monster trucks just added to it. You know, they could ad-lib off of stuff. And when things might be kind of a boring race, you know, if somebody wrecked out or something, they'd go into, like, trivia-type things about trucks and whatnot and just keep it, you know, the energy at this level that I've never seen at a race event like this before. It was super good. So I was entertained the entire time. Um, and I, you know, when I'm making my videos, I'm leaving all of that stuff in because it's gold. Um, they were, they were fantastic. Um, and it, it reduced the needs to have just like a, a music soundtrack, just killing the whole, you know, not killing, but like killing it good, like in a good way. Um, amping up the, the runs with music. It wasn't super necessary because they were amping it so much up with their energy. Um, so yeah, I mean. Wow, what what where do I start? So I started with like attitudes were super good through the whole thing. Um you know, we had people from everywhere coming down. Um the Saunders were there from like New York. So were the DeFalcos. Uh we had Norcal and Sor- So SoCal, Norcal and SoCal. Norcal and SoCal there. So California represented. Uh, people flying in, I think from St. Louis, uh they were coming in from everywhere. You know, Florida, you got Jay Concepts was there representing. Fred Reap won freestyle, took it from me there at the end. I had a really great freestyle run. Um, and uh, it's all fan voting. I I would argue that, you know, Fred's was better. So uh, I think the fans did good um, in, in the, uh, the voting there. So, um, but yeah, it was super fun. Jay Concepts, like I said, representing... Uh, They were there. Losey was there. uh, And so, actually, they had Alan come in from uh, California. And then they had Greg Sopa come in from, he's from Illinois. So, I mean, people from everywhere. I came from Michigan. You know, there's other people. Um, Eric came from the Midwest as well. Uh, we had the Wisconsin boys come down from uh, Freestyle RC, so yeah. I mean, it, it there was a really cool, you know, gathering of people there. Matt Hall came from Virginia, so yeah. Um, there you go. That now you now we've done our geography lesson for for the world finals, but I digress. <laughs> so, you know, we we encountered some rain. It was pretty pretty bad when we got there in the morning. Um, and then because the dirt was still fresh-ish and not fully packed, and no matter what, it wasn't deep, if you walked into the, the middle area to try and fix it, you're, you'd you go ankle in, you know, basically to the grass below. And um, so we were trying to stay off it. People were smart, grabbed some boards that they could lay out to walk on, and then they bought shop vacs, and we're literally shop backing up the water, picking up the shop back, and dumping it. Um, so the other thing was that our race conditions were so much different than what our qualifying, uh, pr- or practice conditions were. So it was good because we still ran full qualifying and racing that day. So, you know, the, the practice qualifying we'd done the day before was good to get to know the track and different things, but it really, it it was, detri- it was bad in that. The way you thought it handled isn't how it handled when you hit that qualifying run and um, your truck stuck different in the corner and rolled or different things. So uh, definitely tackier, uh, high high bite, high grip, and uh, threw us for a loop for a little bit there. But everybody kind of learned it. You know, it wore in pretty good, and by the end of the day, it was racing pretty good. So um, race day was awesome. i tell you my highlight of the whole event is, was watching the Monster Jam drivers do it. They were into it fully. They were laughing. They were teasing each other, but they were also helping each other. If something went wrong with a truck or whatever, like they weren't even just looking at us like, hey, you guys are the RC guys, you know, fix this quick, you know? Um, you know, they were jumping in, you know, ripping apart stuff, you know, trying to get batteries in or swap out batteries because, you know, somebody might have had a, a dead battery in. And uh, they wanted to give it a real go. And it was really fun to see them. Kind of just in their atmosphere. It's like kind of the family that they've created uh, on tour together. So, um, really fun to see that, and uh, just fun to race. That uh, you know, I haven't been able to race in a while because uh, since moving, there's really not a lot of races that I can attend up here, um, unless I'm willing to drive to Detroit, which is about three and a half hours away. So I wouldn't consider it close. Um, it's not something I want to do on the monthly, that's for sure. Um, but I do want to get over there and race. I just, um, we've just with the move still been so busy, uh, so many weekends and then things like this on other weekends where, you know, work trips or, you know, this trip. Um, but yeah, um, I also had the, the joy and pleasure of, uh, doing some Instagram stuff for Losi and um, kind of helping them show off what their trucks were doing at the event. So while I was also filming stuff for, you know, my CCXRC channel, I was also doing some stuff with, uh, with Losi for their, uh, Instagram, doing some reels and some photos and, and different things there. Uh, one of the coolest moments of the weekend was, um, Adam Anderson, you know, I, he was over kind of where we were pitted and all that, and he was getting some stuff ready. And he said, "Hey, you know, follow me." And so I I run with him and I grab my phone out and start you know filming him real style upright on my phone. And I'm not sure what's going to happen. And uh, he starts saying, "You know, there's this kid over here, um, a friend of mine, I think is how he put it. Um, that's blind. And you know, before I get my truck all tore up, I want him to be able to kind of." To feel it and all of that, and and you know experience what everybody else is doing, but in his own way. And so he went over there and spent time with him, um, letting him you know feel the different parts of the truck and explaining what they were. And I mean, these guys are just stand-up guys, and it's you know when they're in their element. It's not like fans to them. It's, it's really they've developed a lot of friendships with people over the years. that come over and over to the pit parties and hang out. And um, so they, they get to know and they remember these people. And this moment that he had with this kid was amazing. You know, in many ways, it reminded me what I, I do for work. You know, it felt very, very much like that in the storytelling that I do. And like here it is, you know, we're at a Monster Jam event doing it. And just the compassion um, and the time that he took, you know, it, it may seem small, but it's huge at the same time. Um, that you know, their hearts are, are huge uh, for the people that come out and and watch them and listen to them perform. Um, in this case, listen and feel the vibrations and you know the energy of the crowd. And uh, it's the it's a completely different experience than we feel, but it's probably still you know out of this world to be a part of. Um, you know, because all of the other, the senses are heightened. So, um, yeah, super, super cool moment. Uh, one, one of the definite highlights for me, you know, just again, seeing, I know these guys from, from Carolina and I know they're good people and you know, they, they're, they're friendly to anybody that comes down and they'll, you know, they work hard, like they work harder than anybody that I know when they're not out there running the monster trucks, they're back, working, you know, at the shop and different things around the yard and, you know, making sure that the diner and the, you know, that whole experience is, you know, with the ride truck is set up for us and expanding things. And, you know, Ryan goes down and sets up the monster truck RC courses. And, I mean, they they put in so much work uh, for other people that it's just really, really cool to see. Uh, So back to the RC part of it (laughs) because I could go into – you know, stories and different things, but really, really, uh, a fan of the Anderson family and, uh, what they've done for monster trucks and, you know, what they continue to do for the sport and just for the, the, their fans, um, and, and the way that they treat people is pretty cool. So, um, monster truck racing. I did terrible, uh, <laughs> My, I had my freestyle pro C that I kind of hobbled together right before on live streams and different things. And, uh, I had that mistake where I used the wrong electronics cleaner and melted basically parts of my chassis and Josh Zimmerman was so cool that he hooked me up with the parts that I, you know, uh, destroyed, um, plus finished up the other pro C that we were working on getting, um, going. And so, I have that now as like a basher one that I'm building. And uh, it handled awesome. It actually did really good. But I was plagued with something I've never had before, which was servo issues. I almost never have servo issues. I, t- I hear people talk about, you know, killing their stock ones. I'm still running a stock one in one of my LMTs that I race. Uh, it just keeps going. And so I don't typically have it. I You know, I swap them out for more power or speed. But, like, I've had Reefs Raw, never had any issues. And so it was just the conditions there with the track being so grippy uh, that even with the, you know, Freestyle RC Servo Saver, that saves everything for me. Um, One, on my Pro C, I was running a Spectrum Servo, and it stripped it out like the gears on it got stripped out. Um, internally, and so I had to basically swap out the servo um, completely. My sixty two eighty. So I put another one in, and it worked great after that. Um, but then I went to race. Uh, the funny thing was, I, I didn't even know what happened. I landed a jump clean, and it went. Uh, and then I just gunned it off that jump toward the finish, and it didn't turn. And I, I slammed, I think Kyle, <laughs> uh, Defalco, and um, right in the shin. And uh he had a, a mark on there the next day, but um i I didn't know it was gonna not turn like I was just racing like i I thought, and it just didn't turn, and that turn is tight right there by the driver's area and where they were standing announcing, and it just went right into him, and I felt terrible but um yeah, and then that was one set of racing, and then we did our our gravedigger racing, and then uh that was qualifying, I believe and then I fixed it, raced to fix it, and then in racing. I think I won one race and then went out in the next round. But it was, I mean, it was stiff competition. Um, You know, Trevor was there, and he was fast. Like Jeremy Bunting, you had John Schultz, you had Ethan Saunders, uh, Josh Zimmerman, um, you know. it, It was a crazy, crazy fast group, and that's only some of them. I didn't even give all the names. Tad Goad was fast. Fred Reap is there. Like I said, so there was uh, you know just about everybody that raced could have beat me. That's basically you know where it is. And most of them should have almost always beat me. But there was you know I there's probably a couple people I could hang with and it could go either way. Um, But otherwise, I just was relying on somebody making a mistake. (laughs) Uh, So. Oh, Alan was there from Low C. Yeah. I mean, there's just a bunch of it was a very stacked field, very, very fast field. And um, it made for really good racing and a great time. Um, so I did do great. So then we went to the LMT class. No, it wasn't an LMT class. It was a gravedigger class for the 40th anniversary. Um, normally we have an LMT class it as its own thing. But here, what this was was actually it was just a. Uh, An all Grave Digger class, which was super fun and super cool. And Bari worked so hard to make so many of these, including my 30th anniversary Grave Digger uh, body he made for me. But he made so many bodies uh, that it was insane. (laughs) Insane how much work he did uh, to prepare for this for what we were doing. But also he was racing and doing like the full show thing there. And, uh, yeah, it it was crazy, crazy, crazy what he had to do in order to get us all ready. Um, but it was good at the same time, how, uh, how everything looked because he put in so much time, we all benefited from that. And that was, uh, huge of him, um, um, so yeah, so we were in the Gravedigger class at my thirtieth anniversary. Green Gravedigger looked so so good, um, but it <laughs> it had a servo problem, and the uh, it was the horn. So I still have not broken a Reef for all five hundred. I thought I did, but I actually stripped two servo horns on it. Um, while I was there, so I did it in the, the qualifying, no, no, no. Yeah. So I did it in the racing there. And then the next day I did it while I was practicing, uh, for freestyle, I was practicing moonwalks and somehow in my practicing of all that stuff, I messed it up, but it happens. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Mike Eaton, like I said, was there with his son, um, and it was good to see him. I hadn't seen him in years, and we got to hang out and have dinner a couple times because I ended up having my flight canceled on my way home, which meant I got to stay an extra day in Florida on um, Delta's dime. In theory, however, none of the uh, I got the passes for my lift and my hotel worked, but my food ones did not. So I ended up getting stuck with the bill for my meals. But that was, it was fine. Um, but good to hang out with him. His fun, his son was fast. His fun was fast. That's what I was about to say. His son was fast, uh, and did really well. It was, it was cool to see him running. Uh, and, uh, Bari's son was super fast as well. Uh, Cairo and those two both could really wheel those LMTs really, really good. Um. Good to see Matt Hall. Awesome to see the new Primal RC Grave Digger. Probably one of the coolest looking RCs I've ever seen. It was just, I don't know. It was like a dream to see it. It was unreal seeing it in person. I was at that point where I was like, ah, I don't really need it. And then I saw it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to have this. I'm going to have to sell uh, a kidney or something to afford it. But like, it's going to have to end up in my garage somehow because it's so awesome looking. Um, of course, after the first day of me driving, it wouldn't look so awesome. (laughs) I have a tendency to destroy most of the looks of my things. They run, but they don't look like they should run great. (laughs) They end up looking pretty marred and scratched up and abused, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better at, at taking care of them and not running them like I used to, uh, And so, you know, I have a couple that look pretty decent. Um, the jester body that Bari did for me that I raced and actually I freestyled with the Pro-C. Um, I was really excited about freestyling my LMT because that's the truck that I freestyle all the time. Um, and so, you know, part of me was tempted. I had a whole nother LMT with me. I could have just put the jester body on it. It was a gravedigger one. It would have worked perfect. Um, and go out with the theme whatever it would have just been a you know an easy swap out but Josh had sent me these acrylic lower links for the Pro C and so I was like well I got to try it like they're indestructible and man I've never freestyled it before and boy did I have an awesome time freestyling it I didn't know how it was going to handle I didn't know what it was going to do normally my Pro C you know it just drives so good it just sticks everything which is what it did, but for a crowd like this, that's not into necessarily RCs, just jumping them huge and doing big flips is cool to them, you know. So some of the smaller stuff that I like to do for the videos on Instagram and all that, and moonwalks and bicycles and whatnot, little you know combinations of tricks, they don't care about that because those are small tricks. And so what the Freestyle Pro C did is it went big and it stuck the landings on like everything that I threw at it. It was insane. So, um, yeah, I I went from not knowing how it was going to handle to just driving the wheels off it. And I had a little bit of carnage, not bad. I broke like a rod end on a sway bar and maybe an upper link. But that's fine because it just kept going. And it would just take everything. It was right at the end anyway. Oh, mm, I think I broke a drive shaft. Like one of the ends on it. Super cheap, easy fix. Um, It would actually be ideal if that was it. I think that's what it did. So, um, yeah. It was a blast. But I I really do think that Fred had more energy in his run. Um, It was an LMT, and it doesn't ever... If you own or have run an LMT they're net they're on stop, but overall everybody, you know, we were just there basically to entertain the people that were there at the pit party. And we, you know, everybody was in it for that. It felt like that was the number one goal. Um, so, you know, making sure that they were having a good time going over and talking to them about RCs and, um, RC monster trucks in particular. And, People that had questions like, what are those cars? And you know, how do I get into this? Kind of answering those questions along the sidelines to people. So, um, yeah, really, really well run. Loved every aspect of it except the rain. Um, but it did make it interesting. I'll say that. It, and we all worked through it pretty well. Um, I will say that the race, the actual race. <laughs> so the Monster Jam Racing Friday, uh, Saturday night was insane the the track was crazy with the over under big air big jump um you know they had the two wheel skills and tom Mintz did the crazy like nose wheelie moonwalk thing into a flip like a reverse flip from you know on those front wheels flipping over really cool move um and then he also had done you know a crazy reverse flip uh, into like a Hot Wheels or Spin Master, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Spin Master like obstacle that they did like recreated in a full scale <laughs> um, and that was uh, that was pretty cool. The whole thing, I, I had a blast. Um, Two wheel skills actually ended up being the next night because the storm that blew in at the end of racing was insane. And they ran the last race in the – it was like a monsoon. Um, You know, it started raining, and I was just like, oh, please run this. Like, if it gets – if it keeps going, they're just going to shut it down, and they want to finish the final. And they lit those lights up, and they let it go, and I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Um, And you weren't sure if they are going to make the crossover, though, or the the over-under. It was sketchy because of traction. And then when they hit it, then they had to make the corner on the downside of it. And I remember when Ryan hit that thing and he was going sideways in the air and I'm like, Oh crap. And then he like, I, he couldn't have cornered it better. It, it, he literally slid the corner and then went straight out of it. Like as beautifully as, as you could have, it was so awesome to see. And he did have some problem. He, he you know, basically it's like a big eight. And so he, came back and he was going for the under and he clipped the wall of the under and it blew out a tire sent him spinning into the wall which made them shut his truck down. Uh, Brandon Vincent jumped over him like perfect over under in the in a monsoon you could hardly see him cause the, the wind and the rain and the lights it was just really hard to see over him. he hits the bottom spins out almost hits the wall but throws it in reverse perfectly and then guns it out right across the finish line for the win. Most insanely epic race I've ever seen. Um, so awesome that I, I was there to watch it. it. It has to go down as one of the craziest, most insane races they have ever had. And I'm back, interrupted by a phone call there. I'm having dirt delivered here to work on my RC area. <laughs> so there's that happening soon. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much more I could talk about this. I could talk about it for days. It'd be a lot easier talking about it with somebody else. So maybe what I'll do is have somebody else come on and we'll chat about it some more, get their perspectives on it. Because I'm all amped about it all. Um, I enjoyed the actual freestyle events at the Monster Jam World Finals. Um, I felt like Camping World Stadium is a good venue other than the, the humidity and the rain. Um, but, you know... It probably would have been easier if it was earlier like they used to do in March at that venue. Um, But as far as temperature goes, but uh, we all did well. We kept hydrated. Uh, We got rained on. So (laughs) there was definitely, it was steamy Um, and uh, we all made the best of it. We laughed a lot. We joked a lot. We wrenched on RCs and talked about RC monster trucks and real monster trucks a lot. We geeked out in the pit party looking at all the different trucks and the displays and the 40th anniversary of Grave Digger display and um, the new recreation truck looked sick. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just awesome to see. Um, And we got to go to the awards ceremony as well. That was another highlight, just being a part of that and um, seeing the drivers in their element and all hanging out and just um, cheering each other on. Very, very cool. So I could talk more. I need to wrap it up, though, because I need to get down there. Dirt's coming to be delivered. And so that kind of is my stopping point moment, I think. And uh, I'll listen to this back and see what I missed. And I'll come back with a part two. Um, But I think for the most part, we covered it all. Um, But, yeah, you'll be seeing more of my freestyle proceeds here, guys, too. And we'll be talking about them because I'm really, really liking them. Uh, as well as the uh, LMT. Those are my, my two faves right now. Anyway, we'll talk to you later.